Today on The Good Word, we're talking about signs, some of them subtle, and some of them so obvious they are right in front of our nose. We've all heard the saying, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. But why is that? The U.S. Library of Congress says this, weather usually travels from the west to the east. So when we see a red sky at night, this means the setting sun is sending its light through a high concentration of dust particles. This usually means high pressure and stable air are coming in from the west. Good weather. Thus, a sailor's delight. But a red sky in the morning can mean that the good weather has already passed us, meaning a storm could be moving towards us. A morning sky that's a deep fiery red can indicate a high water content in the atmosphere, so rain could be on the way. These signs were well known in the time of Jesus, so when the Pharisees come to him seeking for a sign, asking him to prove himself by working a miracle on demand, he uses the weather as an example of an obvious sign. This is from Matthew chapter 16. The Pharisees also with the Sadducees came, and tempting, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, ye say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, can ye discern the face of the sky, but ye cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall be no sign given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. And he left them and departed. He's telling them that they so easily see the signs in the sky right before their eyes and can even predict the weather. And yet they've missed all the signs and miracles Jesus has already worked without realizing the obvious, that he is the Messiah. They've heard reports of numerous healings. Many of them have even witnessed them already with their own eyes. And yet they refuse to see. He calls them hypocrites and say they will have no sign from him but the sign of the prophet Jonah, who was swallowed by a great fish for three days and then came forth alive, representing the death and burial and resurrection of Christ. Later in that same chapter, we see a very different interaction Jesus had with his disciples. They were up north in Caesarea Philippi, and he asks his disciples who the people say he is. Then he asked them an important question, saying, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, he says to Peter, flesh and blood, the signs and miracles you've seen with your own eyes, is not how you know who I am, but my Father which is in heaven has revealed it. Something other than the signs and wonders had converted Peter, something from heaven, the Holy Spirit. The Pharisees were demanding signs but had failed to believe those they had already seen which Jesus thought should be as clear to them as the morning and evening skies. But they'd missed what the more humble among them had experienced, a conversion of their hearts and spirits. It's not something that can be seen or shared from one person to another, and yet it's the truest sign of the reality of the Son of God. When we experience Him working 
and present in our very souls and recognize it for the witness that it is. And that's the good word. <laughs>